0: Welcome, all you creeps, to another fantastic and very, very much-needed comeback. (whistles) Fuck. (laughs) Well, this is take two, so welcome, all you creeps, to Murder on the 420 Express.
1: Revamp! Remake. Whatever the
0: fuck you want to call it. We're
1: back. We're, we're back, and we're, we're, we're making pies, ever. we're hotter and higher than ever, and we're really fucking stoked to have you guys back.
0: Yes. We apologize
1: about, you know, yes. our, our silence, but it made us um, bigger, better, wiser, cooler, whatever
0: the fuck you want to say, awesome makes, people. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Exactly.
1: And I'm very fond of Lisa.
0: A lot of shit happened, and I don't know if you guys want to hear the whole story or not. Um, go ahead and um, follow us on our new page because we <laughs> we got locked down to <laughs> the other one. And um, we're gonna be making a facebook page yes yeah we're gonna be making a facebook
1: page page. we'll probably end up publishing a website here in the next few months so do keep posted for that instagram is gonna be uh is it still murder on the 420
0: it's it's not murder on the 420 anymore because we can't log into that account that's right it's murder 420 (laughs) e
1: Long story short, I felt like we uh, needed to come back with this kind of revamp because we needed to find our niche. We needed to find out why we even started the podcast to begin with. Because we love talking
0: about shit.
1: And keep it, honestly, we'll we'll have guests here and there, but it will honestly just be like Lisa and I primarily as the host because that's what we needed to have a foundation of. But once again, welcome all you creeps to Murder on the 420 Express
0: chugga chugga choo choo I know I Wait. wish we
1: had my mom's like
0: <laughs> I still have it it's I still have it I really if, do If any of
1: you guys are old listeners you would totally just recognize that but yeah, also go back on
0: older episodes and yes. listen to our really crappy intro music and at the very end it is a voice <laughs> a voice a voice a voice record What is that? What is a voicemail There <laughs> <laughs>
1: Also, if you notice that we're kind of struggling right now, um, Lisa, what is the strain of the day? Bruh,
0: this shit is called (laughs) Island Sweet Skunk. I fucking love this strain. Oh, sativa. Nice.
1: That's that's like right up my alley. I, I
0: really love it. It's so, let me just tell you about it. So this was harvested on November 30th, 2020. Yeah, a little baby. The last of 2020. Yeah. It was packaged on December 28th, expires November 20th, 30th, whatever. Okay, so it's got 0.06% CBD. THC percentage is 17.37. It's got B. Carofemiline. It's a terpene. And then terpenoline. And then B. B, my my serene. I feel
1: like whatever the fuck it is, it's good. It has given me like this little pep in my step. It's got a
0: nice little flavor to it. Okay, so if we're being honest here, I'm obviously a functional stoner. (laughs) I can't go anywhere without like at least smoking in the day or like smoking when I wake up and then I go about my day and then I'll like have a little pep in my step. Later on, I'll like smoke a little bit more and then I'll come home and then I'll just unwind from my day because I'm yeah. already tired from chugging, all chewing, chug, chugging, smoking, whatever.
1: <laughs> whatever it is we do with you.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, So, and that's usually how I end up winding down for my day. But this literally, my creativity just goes through You kind of get those like it. juices going. I get the like, oh, I have this idea and I want to like. That's what I like about good weed.
1: Like, to be honest with you, I'm not any type of couch lock weed person. I definitely like sativas because I'm a very active person and my mind is usually very active. With sativas, which can have the opposite effect for people, so everyone's different. Um, What I've realized for me is it slows down my thoughts, but then it still keeps me going. It still keeps me active. I don't get, like, any weird energy. I get a very chill energy. It's like focus. Yeah, <laughs> and for someone like, I honestly don't smoke as much as you or, or my boyfriend Mike smokes, but I do smoke on the regular, Dude. and for me, to to be quite honest... I have social anxiety, so kind of going out into the world, it's not even that...
0: Would you ever think Mandy has social anxiety with the way that she fucking walks up to people? Hey, how are you? I don't know you, but are you having a good day? I do so well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have learned this. I have learned this trait so well. And to be honest with you, it's more or less like... I feel like I'm kind of like at this cliff where I'm like, I'm just going to jump and I'm just going to do it because my anxiety, instead of letting it be like crippling, I usually will either smoke or, or, you know, I'll just get in the right state of mind and then Mm -hmm. I'll be able to go out and, you know, I'm selectively social,
0: I should say, instead of just being social anxiety,
1: it's more or less like, I need to make sure we're still on the same page, we're both comfortable with each other, I'm not trying to make things weird, you're not trying to make things weird, never make things weird, yo.
0: Yo, everything's weird. You don't have to make it weird. Um, Just walk away. Walk away. So I found this oh, little joke. Oh, yeah, what is that? So I bought this back in high school, and it's literally, the author is, I'm stoned, I am stoned.
1: Um, (laughs) The the name of
0: the book is called Weed, 420 Things You Didn't Know or Remember About Cannabis. So, fact number 88, Fran the Former Addict. Oh shit. (laughs) I feel like this is going to be an episode in and of itself. (laughs) (laughs) The former addict probably has done every drug imaginable. You don't quite know for sure. In fact, you're not really sure what he's doing there at all. If, in some mystical way, there is any truth to the whole marijuana is a gateway drug, this dude is probably screwed once he takes his first hit. He's obviously jonesing because even when he reminisces about all the foolish acts that he did while speedballing, he doesn't actually display any shame. You probably should hide the rest of your weed and get this addict and whomever brought him out of there ASAP.
1: First off... Okay, how many friends do you know? Like not as a know. person, yeah. Like as an actual name, how many fucking friends do you know? Like, okay, I'll tell you why. Because my grandmother's name is Fran. <laughs> <laughs> so you're reading this, and I'm like, Grandma's up doing speedballs, <laughs> man. Well, like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna so hide my like, like... With me. but she's not an addict. She's actually one of the sweetest people you'd this ever meet. This comes but... from
0: the. Chapter of the company you keep. So it's chapter So watch four. out for
1: your Fran the addict. Because friends. you've got
0: Two Faced Tommy, No Name Schmo, Nick the Nark, Sally the Nick ex, Nick the narc. Oh, Sally the Vindictive ex, Mr. Johnson the old guy who lives next door, Pax the stereotype, Robbie Jr., the little brother. George, the square roommate. Nick, the narc. This
1: person actually came up with terrible names, I feel like. I would never want her to name, like, <laughs> Lipstick. I feel like...
0: Wyatt, the dude who just doesn't get it. Like,
1: what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, you're gonna have to tell
0: Tesla that. Oh, no. Mikey, the mooch. We always... Mikey, the so mooch. So, in high school, it was always like, if... Um if you came over to Tony's house, oh shit, sorry. Anyways, if you go over to <laughs> Whenever you would go over to Tony's house, it was always like, "All right, so did you bring like some money to chip in or did you bring your own stuff?" Yeah, you're Because it's almost something. like it's like the same thing like, "Hey, you give well, actually, yeah, I you get, right? brothers, so generally right? it
1: was Maybe I was a bit of the mooch, but I was, like, the baby, and I had older brothers, so I was like, oh, I didn't, I don't but know. My brothers will just pay for me.
0: Mikey the mooch is essentially the guy who comes over specifically because he heard that you have weed. But he never and chips he's in. he's there only to smoke and then bounce. My
1: intention was never Mandy the mooch, but I definitely just had older brothers, and I pitched in my fair share, but <laughs> I also the think there mooch. was, like, some element of, like, blue doe eyes that people were like,
0: here... You want to talk? Okay. Oh, man. Josie's Thanks. got those eyes. Like, I know. Hey. Gosh. Like, fuck. You're <sighs> going to break so many Your fucking baby's so hearts. so cute. I know. Okay. Well, that was my segment. Let's move on into the actual topic of the fucking day, which yeah. is, first off, all of the fucking aboard. I don't know why I said that so weird, but all aboard, because
1: we are going to get on this fucking train, so we are going to have chug a chug ride of our lives. All right, so now that you've got your ticket, now that you've got your seat, now that we can hear the general you know, train leaving the station, chug, 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 chug. I can't do the steam noise, so steam! <laughs> steam. <laughs> all right, so our topic today is going to be, a. Different topics, and the reason why I say that is because I I started researching about the Owl Man of Cornwall, and then went into a whole total rabbit hole of the internet and YouTube, and found like some crazy other cases. So, <laughs> Lisa, oh shit, what do you know about the Owl Man of Cornwall?
0: Okay, so from one of the podcasts that I listened to earlier this month, let's see if I can remember it. He came around in like the after Mothman, right? Okay, so he came in after Mothman in yes. England, and he showed himself originally to little girls. Sounds like such a fucking pervert. I know. But like you're little right. girls you're around right. um, around this church, and there's like <laughs> multiple. It's okay, it sounds, sounds kind of perverted, but like <laughs> not like church, but okay. just like the whole setting. He's Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
1: so, I don't know, maybe he's got different religious beliefs, but he's I definitely just, hanging
0: around a church and showing himself
1: to two girls.
0: I don't, I mean, I don't really know his origins very well, but I do know some of the theories that came out later yes. of where he, it's it's just coming back on, it's okay. <laughs> what is that? My oven is gas, and it's scaring Mandy.
1: She's got a very modern apartment where I live in a 103-year-old brick house in midtown so for me i expect these things from my like house that's like you know in in it's Relatively like good final check. days kind of state mm. where your house i don't expect to hear like the gas come on in the oven but so be it all right so owl man of cornwall yes Bigfoot of the skies oh. first sighting 1976 two young girls in cornwall now i couldn't really find the young girls names um when i was doing my research but two young girls on holiday in a place called Monon or Maonan I really should have looked up the pronunciations of this. Maunin. M-A-W-N-A-N. I
0: think it, is it British? Yes. Yeah. Monon. Maunan. I don't know, that sounds It too. sounds like the 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 god from the craft. Manon. <laughs> manon. Fill me, um, Manon.
1: <laughs> Stated to have seen a large winged creature hovering above the church tower April 17th, 1976. Girl's description was most consistent in regards to the story, and the creature was named Owlman. The description of the cryptid was a man with wings, and I've actually got a picture, but we did post a picture, and it does have yes. an owl's face. Follow with, us, Instagram. Yes, With large, glowing eyes. At Murder420E. Murder420E. Follow us.
0: No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll just put everything in <laughs> I mean, the description box below. I if you don't, we are just missing or... out, right?
1: Yes. That's what I say. Um, so I'm actually pulling it up for Lisa right now.
0: So here That's And this was weird drawn, It was
1: kind of weird, but also to me, if I can be just very honest with you besides the legs, it kind of just looks like an owl with a large
0: wingspan. Okay, so you do realize that owls have really long legs, right?
1: You know what? I've seen it because I remember they get up and they do have long legs. So to me, I'm like, this could just be one of those really just big owls. Like a really...
0: That's what they said uh, in some of the theories is that it's just a really large barn owl. But... Oh,
1: shit. Because Owlman is, you know, it's it's like semi-fantastic. There's just a lot more that goes to it. So this was investigated by Tony Doc Shields, a paranormal researcher. And we're actually going to go back to Tony because he's... An interesting cat that I felt like we needed to do some research on. Oh, God. So, moving forward, the second sighting was June 3rd, 1976 by Sally Chapman. Also couldn't find much about Sally Chapman on the internet because that's an extremely common name I found. Uh, Description is hissing sounds and a big owl with pointed ears, red eyes glowing, man with wings, and hissing. Once again, the hissing was like really big about this. Also, I probably just typed it twice because, you know, I was doing my own thing. Um, you could see its feet had large pincer-like claws, which was first first thought it was to be like a costume, like someone was dressed up like an owl. So it kind of gives a better description of like the man-like presence okay. as opposed to like the owl where the girls, I feel like their description in their picture, which I said like it's posted on our Instagram, it looks like an owl. But this description, basically Sally originally thought it was a man dressed up in like an owl-like costume. So a little bit creepier.
0: Who the fuck would go out of their way to dress up as an owl? <laughs>
1: I I have my own suspicions. Like I like, said, we're going to go back. There's some interesting characters throughout this entire case when you kind of this like... This man has to, a fetish. I Yeah, he could be. I don't know if it's like would be considered a furry, <laughs> but maybe it's like a feathery. I don't know if if you guys... Or Was a
0: thing? I don't know. I think it would still be called a furry because it's an animal.
1: I, you guys, we'd want to be as most respectful in whatever kink game you got so if you do know the proper term for someone dressed as a bird yes um so face of an owl big red eyes and covered in feathers um june 4th 1976 there was a same description from a local woman named jane nothing further on this jane just said face of an owl big red eyes covered in feathers she also mentioned the claws and that, um, the hissing sound. Jane's
0: a really popular name too, so I don't believe this Jane. Sally <laughs>
1: Chapman, two, like, unknown girls. You've got this random woman named Jane. Although I do, I, you know, I'm not going to denote that there possibly weren't these sightings. No. I just find that there was very common names. And then being that this happened in the '70s, we don't have a ton because people also
0: weren't you know, massively going to the media. I Think that this was something that you wanted to vocalize to your neighbors. Hey, yeah. I saw a big, large owl man just. Fucking quite small,
1: so I feel chilling, like you wouldn't chilling. want to just go down. Yeah, and I think a lot of times too, like in the seventies, and actually, it's kind of funny. Hmm. There is a uh, there is a letter in here from another witness that kind of states the same thing. Like Doesn't, basically, didn't
0: oh, want to go. Wasn't there an uh, an American student? Isn't she the one that wrote it? I could be um, wrong. There is. I might be thinking of something else. No, there is. Oh, um, there is?
1: Yes, a female student it doesn't say American in, in what I found, but oh. I be- I believe I-, I did hear that it could have been American. So, uh, in two sightings in 1978. So first one 1976, second one 1976, third one 1976. Then two years later, we finally have two sightings in 1978, and both described it as a monster-like devil flying above the trees above this specific church. So every single witness up until 1978 was female and there'd been no male sightings and they were kind of like, okay, what's happening? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, dude, why?
0: See, this is what makes me think that like it's some pervy dude that has a fetish and that wants to just like, (laughs) I would not put it past it. Like, that's the only thing that
1: really gets me, is that some of these people see it, like, hovering and flying over the church. Like, I can know everything else, but
0: flying? Okay, remember Basker Hounds for uh, Sherlock Holmes and the Basker Hounds, or Baskerville Hounds? Okay. oh, uh, if you've ever seen the show Sherlock... I've seen it, I just can't remember it as well ago. um, ...with Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch. There's an episode where they talk about the Baskerville Hounds, and... Essentially, this guy is hallucinating that he's either a werewolf or he's seeing a werewolf. Oh, you know, that's actually really common so, in history. And the point was, is that, like, the area in which he was at had, like, a chemical... Um, that's not
1: too far-fetched.
0: So like you think, like, people like are a,
1: tripping out, like these women are just kind of tripping? Like,
0: it's just in the in the vicinity of this church. Huh. Like, there's, like, a chemical in balance in the oh, that like, I like a chemical that's being released that's making you hallucinate. Like, sh- like mushrooms, things. right? You
1: know how there's like the some mushrooms that release like this mist that's supposed to be like a poisonous gas that can make you hallucinate. So maybe that was the case. This was a very old church. I did not look up on the grounds and I don't, to be honest with you, I don't think there's been any soil testing like done.
0: <sighs> but there's also other sightings of Owlman around the world just like there's Mothman. Yeah. There was that theory of West Point, Virginia, because there was the uh, there was the, the old military military base. The military
1: base, and they thought like maybe there's chemicals yeah. radiation there. That that's actually a pretty interesting thing. So we could definitely re re um, check in on that and kind of see if we can find anything. I still on that. think
0: the pervy old dude is more likely. Something. Well, you know it's really
1: interesting? <laughs> like I said, we have a couple characters we're gonna like go further into and see what's going on. So in 1989, okay, mm-hmm. so honestly, 76. To seventy-eight, that was like a two-year, and then nineteen eighty-nine. Yeah, eleven years later. later.
0: Only time seen by a man.
1: Only time seen by a man. Was he gay? No. Although that would be an interesting thing, though, if it like only went towards women or like people that were like feminine,
0: like had feminine energy, or
1: possibly people that had like more of an inclination towards
0: men. Hear me out. Okay. Athena. Okay. She's a goddess. Yeah, her symbol is an owl.
1: No, I actually have that in my research. Oh my god! Yeah, I actually went into it because so I was like, "Wow, this is so strange." Because there's certain animals that are like, like crocodiles. Yes, are really big. Falcons are really big. Yeah, history. So that's actually something. So 1989, only time seen by a male. Sighting was on a thick branch, so he wasn't flying. It was about five feet tall. Hold mm. up, guys. Has about ready to come out of the oven. Yeah, hang on
0: one second. This is our commercial break.
1: Have you ever gotten a sweet-ass love letter from a friend in the mail? Do you remember that feeling of just being like, oh man, they fucking remembered me and they fucking love me. Well, what if that letter was not a letter in the mail, but a pie delivered to your house? That's right. A sweet, wonderful, delicious, scrumptious pie made by yours truly, Mandy. That's right, coming soon, mandyspies.com. You'll be able to place orders for friends, loved ones, coworkers, uh, neighbors, maybe people you don't like, maybe people you don't know, anyone, maybe for yourself, for apple, peach, or cherry sweet pies and savory pies. Say you don't want to cook, it's been a long ass day and you just want a wonderful homemade dinner but you don't want a dinner guest and you don't want to go out. That's right, I also do savory pies, currently offering a wonderful chicken pot pie made and baked with love. And if you are not a meat eater, I can do the vegetarian veggie delicious pot pie as well. So, once again, Mandy's Pie is coming soon. Hope you all place your
0: order. Okay. Now that that commercial break is over, (laughs) let's get back to our, um, your, um, listening pleasure. for
1: Mandy's talking about Owlman. Okay, so back to the only time it was ever seen by a male. Sitting on a thick branch. It was five feet tall. So, you know, we're kind of short over here, but that's just slightly under us. Gray and brown. With eyes that glowed red.
0: The fuck is with the eyes?
1: Yes. So researcher Jonathan Downs interviewed this man, Downs yeah. called Gavin, which is the male figure in this, and his girlfriend. So it doesn't insinuate that he's gay. It says that this was a man, probably you know, swapping spit with his girlfriend, Ugh. and then they saw this. Swapping I mean, swapping spit. If you weren't and you saw this and you guys were just having a lovely time, let me know. But Dude, what um, if they were just tri- no never mind. I mean, it could have been, who claimed to have seen the creature that he wanted to verify the information the investigations done by Tony Doc Shields. So there was a little bit of doubt on Tony's end from the original sighting with the two girls. So keep that just in the back of your mind. Okay. Uh, Last sighting, last ever recorded sighting of Owlman was in 1995, right by the church that he loves to hang out in Cornwall. And the letter from the female student in regards to this sighting was a vision from hell. Oh. Man with a ghastly face... Huge glowing eyes and pointed ears, covered in feathers, silver and gray, long legs and black claws. Phantom in the district. End of the letter quotes. Now I have to rethink my worldview. Before the sightings of Owlman, however, there was UFO sightings recorded in the 1970s prior to the two girls that saw it, and there are theories, and we're going to kind of go into that mm-hmm. here shortly. There are theories that Owlman is the long-lost pet of aliens that visited the area, oh, and it stays in that area to, to find its
0: owners. What the Although, fuck is this? E.T. phone Let home? me
1: tell you something. If a pet had a ghastly face, huge glowing eyes, pointed ears, covered in feathers, silver and gray, long legs, and black claws like pincers, and it was quoted in the female student who asked to remain anonymous as a vision from hell and a phantom in the district, I'm not sure that is a pet that I would go up and be like, do you have a collar? Do you need a home? So I I don't know. Who came up
0: with that theory?
1: Uh, A lot of different people in the area, a lot of ufologists and probably UFO like side researchers and stuff like that. So. As
0: much as I would love to believe that aliens have pets that look like owl men. It's um, <laughs> kind
1: of cute in the idea. I just imagine like Attack from Mars where it's like the chihuahua body and the like <laughs> the female
0: head. But it like just, it's just an it owl body. Terrifying. It's terrifying. Like almost a man. Like, I feel like every time that this little owl pet got sighted. <laughs> He was just like, oh no, <laughs>
1: and he just like brings out like me. his worst look. Like, don't even get near me. Like, he's seen a vision from hell, a ghastly face. Like,
0: this. Don't look at I mean, me. And also,
1: what if this poor owl man thing is like emaciated? Like, what if he just hasn't been able to eat because we don't have Earth food? Isn't the same as like, that's what alien I'm thinking
0: food. too. Like, so he's what just, if like, he's just like, slowly becoming more our, decrepit
1: looking, like
0: Schmigel or whatever? Our, he's just in our like atmosphere, and he's just like I can't breathe. Except
1: he lived for quite a while, if that's the case. I mean, 1995. So 1976 to 1995, almost 20 years, like 19 years. Um, Good lord. Yeah. And so similar cryptids of Owlman Mm. is the Mothman of Point Place, West Virginia, a winged bipedal. Yeah, which we did. We did do an episode on our last um, season a while back, and that was Meth yes. Man.
0: Meth Man. Check him out.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so everywhere else you'll see a Mothman, but in Reno you specifically see Meth Man.
0: Meth um,
1: Jersey Devil of New Jersey, or the Leeds Devil, uh, yes. which is controversial existence, but also a winged bipedal horse.
0: I'm sorry. I for a second (laughs) there, I thought you were. I thought you were gonna say whore for
1: a second. (laughs) Winged by beetle whore, like man, she be getting it all over the world, or maybe he. (laughs) Um, of Native American religion, which was said to have brought like thunderstorms in the area. Um, there's also the owl of Athena, and the owl is a sacred element of Athena, bringing about wisdom. Um. Some mysticism. So it brings about a lot of feminine energy, which goes back
0: to the idea that's that it was only like, seen by it females. Only, it was only seen by little girls for a minute there. Yeah. Like, it was some fucking creepy ass camp.
1: Like Maybe that's where it felt safe, you know what I mean? Like, if it was, like, like a, a long lost pet or something like that. Or maybe it came from, like, what a planet was dominated like?
0: by women, so it only knew to appear to it's women. It's not an alien. It's it's a pet from like the gods, and it got that's what lost. I'm saying. And it was just like I need to find my way home. Yeah, just like <laughs> hasting at
1: everyone. Um, so it gets kind of crazy. So Horus, as well, a falcon-headed man wearing a red and white crown showing the unity of Egypt, the yes. sky god, and was known to carry the sun and the moon within him. The sun in his right eye, and the moon in his left. The eye of Horus is the is an ancient Egyptian symbol of protection. Mm-hmm. So in this specific case mm-hmm. which came first chicken or the egg owl man or mothman obviously we know the sightings mothman. of owl man um the sightings of
0: owl man were pr- first ooh, right ooh, ooh, i know this it's mothman
1: oh wait mothman yeah mothman was first you're right so owl man is mothman of the uk mothman is the owl man of the u.s
0: wasn't it? Okay, so I heard on one of the podcasts that I was listening to, I'm sorry, I'm really bad with podcast names and shit, so, we'll get sorry. sorry. Um, but they said that Owlman was spotted in Chicago, just like how Mothman was spotted in Chicago. And I remember because it was this funny skit of Chicago. <laughs> Chicago uh you know I didn't you don't any have anything but you try Chicago, and take everything
1: but there has been a lot more recent sightings of Mothman around the
0: world so I wouldn't be surprised if maybe there was a depiction oh. okay of Mothman. so I was actually um recording a clip to post on the Instagram of the Mothman episode that we did and it was really uh it brought it back because you're um Mike was in it, and he was just like, he's the Grim Reaper. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's weird though? You gotta think so, like... death.
1: Mothman has such a very interesting, um, controversial, I guess, reports, because people don't know is it, like, radiation from the military bases that were nearby, or chemical, like... Like
0: he's a fucking mutant or something?
1: Yeah, they don't know if he's a mutant, they don't know if he's, like, a demon, they don't know if he's, like, an alien, they don't know if he's a Grim Reaper, they don't know if he's good, they don't know if he's bad, they don't know anything.
0: Because this mutant is just getting tired of West Point, Virginia, that he decides he wants to visit Chicago. And I mean, if then you're in West Japan. Point, what, is,
1: what is there to do? I know there's a lot of Mothman stuff, but and I know you guys got a good pizza joint is what I heard. But, like, also, know. maybe he got bored with that pizza joint and want to go to Chicago and try Chicago-style deep dish.
0: I want to know if there's any, like, anomaly sightings that happened at, like, Chernobyl. I don't oh, know, why we'll that popped to, like, up in We'll my have head. to go back
1: to that because Chernobyl does have a, quite a few weird paranormal
0: sightings. sightings.
1: Okay, so now I'm going to go a little bit into Mothman because we've got like our basis, and just remember, I'm going to go back and talk about the character named, or not the character, I should say, the cat named Tony Doc Shields. He's very
0: interesting. So this case starts with a Owlman. Now we're going into Mothman. All I can think about is every time you say the cat, I'm just like, he's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> he's a sly one. I want to say it like Mr. Grinch.
1: Um, (laughs) Mothman's first sighting was in November 1966 and seen by men and women. So this automatically sets him apart from Owlman. Group of four, two of each, where Owlman was only seen by females and is believed to have an affinity towards women. Could Owlman be Owlwoman? We don't know yet.
0: Yeah, uh, that would be two species that are linking together. I don't No, know. no,
1: no, but I think it could be an owl woman oh, instead of like an owl man. Like the gender is completely different. Maybe that's I, why um, they that felt would comfortable. explain and why she hisses. Yeah, exactly. Where you find out later that um, Mothman buzzes. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Mothman was a, lar- was a man with larger wings, 10 feet estimated in span, and large glowing red eyes, per two witnesses, which were two volunteer firemen who saw and said it was a large bird with red eyes. This Mothman sighting was originally first believed to be a giant crane. Oh, Interesting. Yeah, that's right. So both these could just be very large birds. It's known okay. for buzzing noises and owl man hisses. So that is a bit of a difference, because I was, like, really trying to see if, like, a hiss could sound like a buzz, and maybe, like, from far away.
0: You ever heard of cicada? What up
1: close. Like, cicadas like the bugs? Yeah. Let me go grab that pie. Yes.
0: Mm, commercial break. Mm, yes. Hey, my dudes. It's me, Lisa, from your favorite podcast, Murder on the 420 Express. Listen, I'll make this real quick, because, you know, what we're talking about right now is real interesting. So let's get to it the Misfit Project. It's my very own brand. Now, you can get merch for your favorite podcast, you know, Murder on the 420, to your own tattoo designs, to commissioned artwork for a loved one, business, or recreational piece. It's my very own brand. So, the possibilities to bring out your very own Misfit are endless. So, if you're interested which I know you are, go to the misfitproject.myshopify.com to get your hands on something that you'll love. So, yeah, well, let's get back to this uh, dope episode. Goodbye.
1: Okay, so, we're back. we are back. And there's actually a really wonderful pie on Lisa's stove right now. That we made, homemade, because as you know, Mandy's Pie, specializes in making pies over here. I had to teach my best friend how to make a pie. Yes. And she's going to tell me how good it is afterwards. I am. But um, we're also going to post a picture on our Instagram because Lisa chose to put in a um, cookie cutter design. You know, like people choose cute little cookie cutters like hearts and... And I don't no. know, people and stuff. No. Lisa. I have a
0: shit moji one. Yes.
1: She literally we're like, we're making this pie for her and Sean, which Sean is her delightful husband. And she was like, I'm, I'm gonna make a delightful. shit pie. And I'm I was like make a oh, shit pie. Okay, tell me how good this shit tastes. I will. Um, so we'll post that later and you can just tell us how much you love it. So, All according right. to the Georgian newspaper, mm-hmm. okay, this is a very interesting name to pronounce, and I apologize, it is Russian. <laughs> Svadnaya Grizia. I feel like I. Nope, you butchered that. I butchered that. I am so sorry. I will look up that pronunciation <laughs> later. Was a Russian Just, ufologist. Yes. Claims that the Mothman sightings in Moscow foreshadowed the 1999 Russian apartment bombings.
0: Okay, so are you telling? Ta- oh wait, this is Mothman, right? This is or? Mothman,
1: but this is Mothman International now. So we all know, and if you don't oh, know, no, we'll post the link right. back to our old. Podcast for the actual Mothman episode, but this was another because, international sighting.
0: Because oh, I know it was spotted in Japan. Because when he was spotted in Japan, something happened there. Was it shortly after? If I'm not the mistaken, giant earthquake. I believe. I think so. Yes. Um.
1: So I didn't find too much about that one, but I wanted to post the Russian one because I thought that one was really interesting. It's known to hang out in the TNT area, which is the site of a former World War II munitions plant. Uh, science writer Sharon A. Hill proposed the photo showed a bird, perhaps an owl, carrying a frog or snake away and wrote that there is zero reason to suspect that it is Mothman as described in the legend. There there are too many and far more reasonable explanations. So she was trying to denote the TNT area, which is what we are talking about, like yeah. the militia area from World War II,
0: okay. where,
1: like I said, um, there's been Mothman sightings in Japan over, um, you know, huge life events. West Point, Virginia, they had... I believe, if I recall right, wasn't it the bridge that
0: collapsed? Yes, it was the bridge.
1: the bridge that collapsed. There's been um, sightings of Mothman over giant plane crashes. So Mothman seems to bring about a lot of destruction, but they don't always say that he's like the angel of death. They kind of say that he's He's more of like a premonition factor. He's the omen. Yeah, where Owlman didn't really predict anything. Um, There has been actually... Oh my gosh. Okay, so was it? I'm sorry. The entire reason why I wanted to watch, or, or uh, the entire reason why I wanted to talk about Owlman is because there was a recent video posted about a man who visited the church out in Cornwall and got a small video of what they believe to be Mothman in the back. They cannot denote that it is not a person in costume, but it is a man who looks like he's got his wings kind of, like his arms crossed against his chest and his wings look folded over what you would perceive to be his arms large horns like how owls have like those horned feathers yeah and just like very owl looking shape but it's so small and so minute but it was like the most recent s- s- sighting. i'll say this was like 2017 oh. or 2018
0: so technically he just
1: it's he so it's like he might still be alive
0: around that church is it an abandoned church uh yes so
1: um let's see here okay so then i put like this little insert, insert that was like well This is the unsub or unknown subject because um, I was over at my mom's house and she was watching Criminal Minds. And they always refer to everything as like unsub. (laughs) 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 That I believe to be, that is believed to be possibly the true Superman. Because with these sightings, there's usually someone who's aware of what's going on with the premonition factor. Okay. But also, could it be more like Brightburn, which is the darker version of Superman, that when you're given these massive powers, even though you're teased, are you going to use them for good or for bad? And if none of you guys have seen the movie Brightburn, you should totally check it out. It's a darker and more menacing version of Superman.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, Speaking of Superman and Brightburn and coming from another planet, let's talk about Idrid Cold, which was associated with Mothman in the movie The Mothman Prophecies. Hmm. Do you recall Idrid Cold, or do you remember any reference of him?
0: I watched Mothman when I, what, it was on TNT. (laughs) TNT it was with a Saturday. Richard Gear and Yeah, it was a Saturday. It was playing on TNT and I don't really remember very much of that movie just because it kind of freaked me out. Yeah, it is kind of got like a very ominous feeling,
1: especially when we all watched it when we were like ten. Between like ten and thirteen. And so like you can imagine. Is, this how comes like
0: from a kid that, that like stayed home alone a lot. Because my dad worked nights. And I was old enough to stay home by myself. I yeah. was like 11, 12 years old. Just don't go outside. Keep the doors and windows smart locked choices. and be good. Answer the phone and if I need to call you and don't answer the door. It's that yeah. simple, right? Yeah. So. I stayed home a lot, and I used to watch CSI, like the original CSI. I lived in Vegas, and that takes place in Mm -hmm. Vegas, so I'm over here like, I'm freaking the fuck out. About all the crazy things that could happen? Yes. This is where most of my conspiracy and paranoia grew. Lisa being like 10 years old watching CSI Home Alone. Watching Mothman prophecies yeah, and dude. fucking scary movies. Like, I love oh. scary
1: movies. Mm-hmm. There is one movie I still have not watched fully and I'll be very honest and you guys can make fun of me all you want but it is the fourth kind. I refuse to watch it all the way because it freaks me out. We'll That's go okay. into that a little bit more but it also has the uh, repetition
0: of owls in that movie. That's okay. I refuse to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The new one or the old one? Either one. I can't handle it. Oh, really? I can't. <laughs> I love it. So we each have our own
1: things that I'm like, I feel like for me, the reason why I can't really watch the fourth kind is I was like, that's something that I can't predict. Where Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I'm like, I've got you, motherfucker. Like, you're going to be hanging up on my hook and I'm going to be cutting off your fucking leg. Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> You know, teach his own right. Right. So uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of Superman and Burn, like I said, coming from another planet, let's talk about Idrid Cold. Okay. So, I'm going to show Lisa a picture because my description of him was that he looked like Jared Leto Joker without color and super crazy, but yet also, like, really calm. So, Lisa, no. are you ready for
0: this? Okay. He already has no color. It's He's really kind of weird looking. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> okay. What is, like, your first so, thoughts? Okay, I mean, so, as soon as, I, okay, as soon as I see it, because, like, it, like, I'm super hyped up because I'm like, okay, Jared Leto, all white, like, kind of like, I'm like, this guy's going to be super fucking creepy. And then I see it and I'm like, hey, and then like, all of it goes away. It's like, he looks really creepy. Yeah, but now I can just make fun of him as Jared Leto is the Joker. Okay,
1: thank you. I feel like I needed to like reassure myself too. I was like, he's not that scary.
0: He's not that scary.
1: Um, okay. So supposedly he's an alien and a male, a humanoid. Also known as, and this is creepy as fuck. Oh god. The smiling man or the grinning man?
0: Okay, so he's
1: just pretty much the no. Joker. Not like a nice smile, not like a, a decent, like Jared Little has, he can have like a big smile, like the Joker I'm has a big mouth. About that. But I'm thinking like this is unnatural Chelsea well, Grin shit.
0: Oh, I like that band. Okay. Um, no, but
1: you know like how they like cut their face yes. from like ear like, to ear? That's the what black Dahlia? Yes. Is. Okay.
0: So, let's do the Killing Game movie poster, because I'll show you, like, if you ever, like, want to look at comic books and, like, the Joker and how they portray him sometimes. Oh, I'm sure that's probably a lot closer to um, the Grinny Man, so. See. And we'll post
1: this on our Instagram as well for you cats. Like, you're gonna like it. Free I don't know why cats. I've got this, like, cat thing stick in my head, but, um... That's what you guys it's all are like, to me. almost
0: like, are you rocking and rolling?
1: <laughs> yeah, rock and roll. Everyone gets mad at me. They're like, you know what he's in the right context. Fuck you. It's rock and roll. Yes. Okay. So, like, super big So, mouth. okay.
0: Every time I see something like that, I automatically think of something that's not scary and that's... That's good. But if you're ever, like, strolling Josie along the way and, like, you see this man it, walk I'm sorry. the other way. If I... Here's the thing. If I ever see anything creepy while I'm walking my kids... First of all, my sarcastic ass is going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? And then my second thought is going to be like, "Mm, run. (laughs) Run. Run as fast as you can.
1: Okay, so um, sightings of Idrid Cold appeared after a supposed UFO activity, and and like I said, he's believed to be an alien. There's this idea that he could be connected to the men in black, which is a whole different topic, including actor Dan Aykroyd, who was in... what's his cone Dude, heads I
0: got goosebumps just okay.
1: thinking about no this him. gets even crazier okay his description gets even more wild and to me personally it's kind of like a Voldemort but you know no, you do you
0: Jesus. over six
1: feet tall wearing a reflective which I thought was kind of weird does this mean like construction wear reflective green or blue suit with a black belt he had a dark complex and small eyes that were far apart kind of lizardly Absolutely. Apparently He's he can head fly head. and he doesn't have a nose, ears, and this description shows hair, but there are descriptions with him being completely bald like so no So what hair. you're
0: meaning to tell me is that Hogwarts is real and I didn't get my fucking acceptance letter.
1: Okay, that's a very beautiful way to think about it and I would hope that Hogwarts is real, but also if that's not the case and what I'm telling you is that aliens are probably real and you, you should just watch out for a drug cold. <laughs> I would love to go and be like yeah I fuck yeah Harry Potter but also I'm just like
0: ah, <laughs> there's like this weird doubt in my mind <laughs> Listen, that might be your intuition talking to you and for me it's my intuition's just like hey Hogwarts is real <laughs> so
1: yeah this guy sounds super creepy and maybe you know maybe no, you never know JK Rowland maybe heard about this description of Idric Cold and used him for Voldemort English and he, like Voldemort it doesn't have the um what? what is it the Slytherin tongue what is it the oh no like Harry speaks, Potter um oh, what is it oh good yes but you know what they I'm talking speak about.
0: to serpents yes called, what the hell is it called I know what it's called
1: but anyways that's what makes me think so uh, one account says he doesn't have hair other accounts say he doesn't have nose and ears all sorts of really fun stuff um he had slick black hair in one of the accounts he was also described to being tan which uh, you know is kind of interesting the weird thing is that there is a theory of a planet named Lanulos in the ganemides galaxy where two other grinning men came from those men fell Who under the names fuck? of Demo Hassan and Carl Ardo.
0: Who the fuck knows where these people come from? I'm getting
1: into that. Oh Let God. me tell you. So the first sighting of Adrian Cold happened October 16th, 1966. So Mothman, 1966. Adrian Cold, 1966. And then you have Owlman popping up 1976. Okay? So some something weird was happening. When two boys, uh, it, I believe it was Martin and James <laughs> getting kiddies, it's a Jersey last name. Y-A-N-C-H-I-T-I-S. We're walking in New Jersey when a figure that turned out to be a tall, bald man... Okay, so this one doesn't have hair. In a green suit, ran after them until they got away from him. And then UFO sightings began to be reported in that area. They noted that the man was abnormally tall, looked unnatural, and had no ears and no nose. Oh, like, this motherfucker God. doesn't even need to smell or hear. He, he's just, like, complete, like... Apex predator so, at that
0: point. What Second
1: have... sighting, this is where it's going to a- answer a few of those questions, of Adred Cold was November 2nd, 1966, so not even a month later, in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Hello, Mathman. Okay, so Woodrow Derenberger was driving home on Interstate 77 and he heard a large crash and an unidentified vehicle. Landed in front of his truck. So, I mean, I'm thinking, like, that's just a really nice way to say spaceship. Because I don't imagine a vehicle just landing in front of you.
0: Could, you, <laughs> could you imagine that? Like, yeah, honey, I'm on my way home. And oh my god!
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. They, they wouldn't even be able to, like, call. So he's probably just, like, sitting there listening to, like, the sounds of nature. Like, some, like... You know, off radio station, oh, and then geez. bam.
0: This is his Christian radio.
1: <laughs> so his <laughs> elucidation or account was an old-fashioned kerosene lamp chi- uh, chimney, flaring at both ends. This is the description of the vehicle, just so you know. Okay. Narrowing down to a small neck, and then enlarging into a great bulge at the center. The man, smiling man, mm. came out of the vehicle with a dark tan, came up to Woodrow, and mind spoke telepathy. Stating his name was Adrid Cold, and he meant no harm. Cold stated that he wanted to know more about the human race and that he would visit Woodrow again soon. Woodrow Mm-mm. states that Cold revealed that his planet of origin was the Lanulus, was planet Lanulus in the galaxy of Ganemides. I'm sorry. What? Let me tell you, it gets crazier. I can't handle this. So, mind you, we went from Owlman to Mothman to Adrid Cold. We keep going. This is going to be a cycle, let me tell you. Is it going to go right back to Owlman? It's going to go... A similar direction. Okay. A uh, third sighting was around the same time with the Lily family. The Lily family had reported poltergeist activity in their home and diamond-shaped lights. Linda, the daughter, awoke one night to see a man standing over her. Oh, Fuck God. that. No. Fuck that. You know. no. Okay. Her statement, it was a man, a big man, very broad. I couldn't see his face very well, but I could see that he was grinning at me. Okay. He walked around the bed and stood over right over me. I screamed again and hid under the covers, and when I looked again, he was gone.
0: Can I just say that I finished Night Stalker on Netflix. Oh, yeah, right? yeah dude. And um, we did a similar podcast in regards to Richard Ramirez, and we go into I don't talking what about him. we named himself. it, but it was, we um, was parodies on that. I think it was Night Stalker. It was Night
1: Stalker. I, really I think so. It.
0: Um, but it was going over how he would just break into people's homes and stuff Ew. like that. And they would just wake up and he's right there. Dude, that's and, scary. Um, it gets me. And I think the reason why this gets me even more is because one, he's fucking smiling and that's goddamn creepy yeah. Two, he could probably just, I don't know. Go through walls if he's a fucking alien, right? So he's just breaking into people's houses, yeah, and grinning standing at them. over people grinning and being like, "I'm no harm to you." I wonder if he grins because he thinks like that's a human emotion
1: for like you know happiness or something. So he's like trying not to scare he's, people, but like, he's being oh, unnaturally so
0: weird grinning, and you're just like, but people don't naturally grin like that, dude." Like, let me show you how to live like a human. It gets me because like my family lived in Southern California during the time that the whole Richard Ramirez thing was happening. Yeah, I remember you saying that. But they lived in San Bernardino County, and I don't think he ever, like, crossed over to that line. um, Because he mainly focused in Los Angeles County with with his killings and stuff. But it's still really creepy to know that, like, this could have been anybody. And when you go back and you listen to, like, the victim accounts and stuff like that, it's just, like... Oh, It's creepy because he would also smile. And his smile, the way that they described it, he, he was also had missing. a very angular he... face, like yeah. he got, and he could like, get a kind of like a Slenderman, you know. Yeah, what I mean?
1: well, he like he was very kind of creepy looking plus he had terrible breath because of the halitosis, remember?
0: Yeah, his teeth were rotting out of his oh, fucking gosh. head.
1: So, um I tried to find sightings on the Demo Hassan and Carl Ardo and kept getting rerouted in research, which I thought was kind of interesting. Okay. But to kind of go further, apparently, Lanulus, the planet, is not real or has not been discovered. And only recorded insight uh, to the planet is from Woodrow's statement. However, Ganet, uh, Ganet, Ganemies, or what, what is it? It's the galaxy or whatever that he came from. Ganymedes or whatever, I'll post it. Uh, it's a galaxy and home to 49 known planets and one asteroid. There is also a moon oh, near gosh. Jupiter called Gennemi and is 4.5 billion years old. The moon is likely to have a salty ocean underneath its icy surface, making it potential inhabitant for life. Apparently, the European Space Agency plans a mission to Jupiter's icy moons in 2030.
0: Wasn't it super dope that we got to saw, got to saw, got to <laughs> see got to um, <laughs> Jupiter's moons? Um, oh, I thought that, that was so time. cool. Yeah, I thought that. Was awesome. That one time, you know, when the that one when the planets aligned
1: so well. Okay, so. What we've got so far is we've got Owlman, which yes. is, we you know, there's a theory that he's an alien's lost pet. There's a theory that he could pet, be... Poor pet. You know, um, a demon or a cousin of Mothman. There's a theory that he could be an They're alien solely alien. unknown. There's also a theory... I mean, he obviously... There's no Owlman sighting that had been around any ominous events or any bad events, but there definitely is, um, you know, some type of correlation to these areas. And mostly... Um, Owlman has stayed pretty centric in Cornwall. Yeah. It's Mothman that's really moved around, as well as Wood uh not Woodrow, Adrian Cole that's moved around. So that kind of gives me the idea that that maybe Owlman is not as perceived to be so independent to go away from his days, or maybe he's also like a supernatural guardian of that church or something like that.
0: You never know, man. Plus, when
1: people do like rituals and stuff in religious buildings and like mm-hmm. incite things to come about you know there's like the movie on netflix demon house or whatever it could be that that owl man is like stuck in that area because of his like summoning or whatever i guess um but anyways i want to go back because remember how i kept being like remember tony doc shields uh because i i don't know why but um so when he was researched so back in um where was it When uh, Jonathan Downs, a researcher, interviewed that man, Gavin, who was part of the last sighting with the man, or actually the 1989 sighting, the only sighting uh, by a male, okay, he wanted to specifically interview this man, Gavin, because he was a very big doubter of Tony Dock Shields' work. Now, Tony is a self-proclaimed paranormal researcher as well, so... Per his bio, he was born in Salford and is an artist, a magician, and a writer. A he attended, magician. Yeah, it's real good. He attended Heatherly School of Fine Arts in London and then moved to St. Ives Cornwall. In 1961, he became a member of the committee of the Influential Penwith Society of Arts, a group formed in the early 1940s, or in early 1949, excuse me, mm-hmm. by abstract artists he broke away from the more conservative views of St. Ives School, led by, uh, Barbara Hepworth and Ben Nicholson. Okay, he managed the Progressive Steps Gallery, in which he acclaimed to show Brian Wall, a British-born American sculptor and abstract welder, and Bob Law, which is a British minimalist. So he was kind of like an innovative abstract progressive movement during that time. Okay, so here's one little segment about the tea from that gathering: is that Uh, Tony Doc Shields had had several solo exhibitions in London before leaving because of a drunken episode in which he threatened the police with a gun that he got from his painter friend Terry Frost, which is a British abstract artist. So he kind of got drunk and got a little wild, but I feel like Tony's uh, personality, as you lead a little bit further into the research, is a little bit wild. In the 1960s, he rediscovered stage magic. (laughs) He states to have been taught this as a boy by his father and his grandfather, he wrote for the Linking Ring and the budget, which Linking Rings like the old magic trick about how to get the rings oh, yeah. to link, you know? Okay. He also published a trio of magic books titled 13, Something Strange and Demons, which I imagine was probably Demons, Darklings, and Doppelgangers, and led to him being part of Bizarre Magic is what they, they called it. I believe that's a genre of magic that's maybe a little bit more on the cusp of... I would think ritualism because it gets a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. In
0: 1970
1: to 1974, he performed as Doc Shields, Wizard of the West, at festivals <laughs> and fairs, and his illusions included a headless woman, the sub trunk, and the buzz saw. In 1975, buzz. he set up for Tom Fool's Theater of Tom Follery. So these you were kind of all Tom like, Fuller-y? yeah, I <laughs> imagine that. So these were all like very like interesting stage acts. In 1976, and here's where it gets crazy, because this is going to lead to my last monster of the day, um, he became involved with a series of rituals that included monster-raising exploits. Monster-raising. Uh, this gave him extensive media coverage because he peaked with the media when he started invoking the monsters with the help of a coven of nude witches. Yeah. His attempts included to I raise to the Cornwall Loch Ness monster called Morgar, which is a Cornish monster. And was covered by BBC TV and a few newspapers, local and international. This was around the time in 1977 when he reported the sightings of Man in Mon- Monon. Apparently, um, he apparently he also had photos and claimed to be the Loch Ness Monster, which appeared on the front page of a paper called Daily Mirror. So he happens to have all these really like interesting monster sightings, and mm-hmm. he seems to be the one person who sees it the most. Um, he also had a project called the Monster Mind Experiment, which I couldn't find very much on, but I imagine that's probably just him, like, doing paranormal research, but for monsters specifically. Mm-hmm. And on top of monster raising, Shields continued to perform as Doc Shields, Wizards of the West, and Monster Raiser in a... And a member of Tom Fool's Theater. He also was a playwriter of six plus plays, a writer of over, obviously, we counted three books and counting. Mm-hmm. He continued to paint showcase his work. Above all, he considers him and himself an artist first. Which, to be quite honest with you, I'm wondering if maybe this whole like monster sighting things is part of this like larger project that he kind of put himself on in terms of art. Mm-hmm. So like I said,
0: not only did he... all of these sightings of monsters are just him producing art.
1: So it's really interesting. I mean, I would assume maybe it's part of a project. Maybe he actually does have these sightings. I can't denote it, but I just thought that was really crazy because he just seems to be like this very... Um, vivacious personality of like constantly bringing up different projects and stuff like that obviously he didn't land uh, you know in any of the mothman sightings or adroid cold sightings but I wouldn't put him above it to like kind of research on these larger monsters probably
0: was- using a pseudo name let's ha. be real
1: so research from the Celtic Guide.com, Cornwall's version of Nessie so this is going into us descri- talking about our last monster of the day the Morgar so that is their version of Loch Ness monster The earliest reported sighting... Yeah, it really does. The
0: Morgar.
1: This is why I don't go swimming when I can't see, like, my feet. (laughs) The earliest reported sighting was from 1876, when fishermen from Garen's Bay claimed to have caught the serpent. Some believe it to have been an oarfish, but they still put it down as a sighting of Morgar. The second sighting was in 1906, so from 1876 to 19... like 30 years, yeah. was claimed to be seen off of Land's End, which is kind of like another area, another Bay Area. Then it went silent until 1975. So 30 years between the first sighting and then like 70 years or 69 exactly till the third sighting. The sighting occurred at uh Penn Dennis Point and then off of Rose Million Head in 1976 by a woman who's just claimed to be Mary F., just last initial. Mary F. Who took photos and sent them to the Foulmouth packet, which is kind of like a local paper, with a covering letter in detail that detailed her experience. Sadly, the original photos were lost, and no one really knows who Mary F. was, so they can't like reach back out to her. There was a belief that Tony, Doc Shields, pseudoname, was also who reported the sighting Morgar later in 1976. So Mary F. was 1975. There was another report in 1976 by a man named Anthony... Monon Peller. So Anthony, obviously, the area is M A W N A N, similar mm-hmm. to like the area in Cornwall. The guy's first name is Tony, also relating to Anthony, and then Peller. Um, a pamphlet using Mary F's photos, and he happened to have the same photos, which was interesting, entitled Morgard, The Monster of Foulmouth Um Bay. Seems very funny. Um, so basically, also going into that, Peller is is an old name for a cunning person or wise woman or witch or wizard. So Tony basically referred to himself under this entire pseudonym and had Mary Ev's photos. But I thought it was weird because this was right when he was going through his monster-raising phase. And so it's It's like there was one sighting in 1876, one sighting supposedly in 1906, and then randomly when Tony gets wind of this like other monster, he's like now raising the monster and has photos and all sorts of stuff. I'm not saying that this is... This is him. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying,
0: put in some
1: pieces together. They're all the rave. So this was referencing back to the coven of nude witches and monster raising. Yeah. In
0: 1976,
1: however, two fishermen claimed to have seen the creature rear its head four feet south of lizard points. And then it goes silent. No sightings till 1985. Holiday makers from Gloucestershire? So I'm sorry. Worcestershire.
0: It's like I can't really say Worcestershire. Like I know I'm probably Worcestershire. saying it wrong. We're swimming in Garen's Bay. How the- many people can actually say Worcestershire? I really wanna know.
1: Yeah. Put your hand up on our <coughs> comments if you can say that. <coughs> I can. The wife stated that she saw a silhouette if, of a giant long necked creature just below the surface. <laughs> giant
0: long creature.
1: Like, it sounds a little bit more like Loch Ness and it gets even weirder with their relation to Loch Ness. I just, the way that these things are said, it's a long neck. Also, I would be swimming the fuck out of that bay. I'd be like, give me to shore as fast as I fucking can. Sea monsters? I, we've only discovered a very small percentage of the ocean. So that definitely that, freaks be, me the fuck out. Is that your out. fear? Uh, Okay, is so i's The I, ocean? Let me tell you. Space.
0: Because, the infinite frontier. So. Because
1: we we can't we can't survive out there yet. We need to understand where we sit as humans. Um, and I'm very much so like an earthling. Like I love my earthly elements. That's just what I know. It's mm. tangible. I mean I can I, I can conceptualize the idea of aliens and I can conceptualize, but my idea is like we haven't even been able to make it like past certain elements outside of us. We there's even controversy of whether we even made it to the fucking moon. And now now people are like, well, aliens are okay, okay, but they can break into our barrier. We really don't have the technology or the ideology to even fight back at that point.
0: Why would we even try? That would be fucking stupid. That would be That's like I mean, it's like so would have to come here not wanting to hurt us, which I really hope they wouldn't want to hurt but us, the, but the fact of the matter is is we don't know the element of peace yet because if we did, we wouldn't be fighting fucking wars. You know, I know we've kind they of They would lost just be that. limited to battles.
1: Little battles. Um, but also so space one. Yes. Two is zombies because zombies are completely irrational and in Do the event that, that, that they com- are real because people can become zombified through mm-hmm. like what is it? We're uh, gonna- rabies.
0: Oh, it's also a, a voodoo or yeah. Uh, tradition. Yeah, people as will well come too. come
1: back. So it's weird as all heck and <gasps> I feel Did
0: I send you that video
1: of someone performing a voodoo ritual no I've seen those online no I was I was
0: scrolling through reels on Instagram and Mm -hmm. it was this guy who like put a slab of meat down like it's a beef like I think it was like the the thigh thigh. or whatever and he like cut through it and then you could see like the meat was still moving because meat has muscle memory and Mm -hmm. regardless of if it's attached to a brain or not it's still gonna move it's the coolest thing too, because if you pour soy sauce on top of squid or octopus, the tentacles will move too. I
1: wonder why. What's it's the element? salt? The salt
0: makes it the the muscle move its ah, function or whatever. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, but I thought you or Mike would get a kick out of it because it's butchering for one, and two, it's Yeah, amazing. my boyfriend's
1: a butcher. He's a butcher and in granite installation, and he's just done that for a very long time. So he, like, gets intrigued about anything to do with me.
0: So I thought I sent that over to you, but I guess I didn't.
1: No, I'll have to check it out, which is really interesting. Long story short, I just feel like that's also, like you said, if there's, like, no brain attached and the muscle's still having memory. I don't think it would be like Dawn of the Dead where people are running, like, <laughs> (laughs) Jaguars wires after people
0: you know that would be like a rabies and I feel like they wouldn't even be dead at that point it's just a virus that's taking it would just make
1: them insane but I feel like they also wouldn't live as long you know they're not like constantly Mm -hmm. living and I'm you know it just it's very interesting to me so I am still not comfortable with that um and then the deep sea because I know there's shit down there And I think the sea holds a lot of life that a lot of people refuse to acknowledge, but I'm like, the moment you can't see, you know that shelf, like the shelf when you go offshore, like if you go into like deeper sea regions, and it's literally like, I can somewhat understand that I'm close enough to shore, and then it's like pitch black, I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, there is a a feeling, and that feeling is that you should feel so fucking small and realize what you are in comparison to everything else.
0: When I look out into the sea, I already get anxiety.
1: It's, you know, I love the ocean, I love the water, I love the sea, but it is powerful and it needs to be respected. That's what I believe. Um, Okay, so 1987, going back to Margar, Margar, I feel like, I keep wanting to say Guar because I keep seeing (laughs) G-W-A-R together. Morgar Yeah. uh, 1987, another sighting uh, occurred off Devil's Point near Plymouth. Not many details on this sighting. Uh, 1999, John Holmes videoed an unidentified creature of Garen's Bay. The video in a 2002 BBC radio, uh, radio, I guess, segment, uh, said that Mr. Holmes stated that there was a zoological discovery waiting. Holmes had worked for the Natural History Museum for 19 years as his reference, and the video was deemed by experts to be 100% genuine. Sadly, there's no evidence of the video on the internet, so I don't know why. I don't know why they took it off. I Man, the Quite fucking internet's
0: got everything, and it doesn't even have that. Exactly, disappointing.
1: There are similar cryptids that were stated by Mythlord on Tumblr, such as the Loch Ness monster, which we're all very familiar with.
0: There's Nessie. Mam- yeah,
1: <laughs> Nessie. There's uh Mam, Mam- which is the African version, which is larger, more powerful, and has bioluminescence, making them appear as large ghosts underwater. You
0: know, we have our own here in the United States. What is um, that like the sea cows? No, oh. it's our own version of Nessie. It's oh, Tahoe Tessie? No, oh. um, it's... <laughs> I ain't never seen no, anything there. I've I think it's, it's in... Um, it's either in Massachusetts or Connecticut, but there's a a lake up there that used to be an old glacier, a prehistoric glacier, and it's now a lake. And I...
1: (sighs) Do you think, like, it could have, like, Like like died and, like, froze and then came back?
0: Uh, maybe. It's, um, U.S. Loch Ness... Ooh, I can't even spell. Ness Monster. I know what it is. Champ! the lake champ, champ champlain oh, monster champ.
1: oh uh lake champlain champlain
0: champlain yes so it's a little
1: champ from champlain is that Michigan? this
0: place the mystery the legend or myth is a possible champ oh sorry i'm reading anyways um i don't remember it's it's uh, That's uh interesting saint lawrence river it's near there right Oh no, I'm I don't know what I'm reading. I'm sorry. I'm like <laughs> I'm like skimming over, but we have our own version of it. I wouldn't be surprised. So here's the thing. Like I said, with these large
1: bodies of water, I imagine like with the estuaries where it changes from like salt water to fresh water, we've got to have some type of life forms. And if it's large enough to be several thousands yes. feet below, like even Tahoe's, like super fucking deep. Why not? Why can there not be something living down there? We might not know. And I don't also believe that it might be the only one of its fucking kind. It can't there be. There could be many, many of them down there, and we just don't have the knowledge of it. Um, but the last thing is that, like, Nessie, or Ness, or um, Nessies, in, in case there's more, or Water worms, were the cousins of the Morgar. And supposedly it would have to take two of the Water worms to take down one Morgar. I feel like it's similar to sharks and breeding grounds. They don't like to interact with each other at the same time or else things get really deadly. The environment for these creatures is either warm oceans, cold lakes, or streams and possibly migrates with seasonal inflections or seasonal, not inflections, fluctuations.
0: (sighs) Fluctuations.
1: But I think we actually covered quite a lot in this episode. I wanted to kind of come back with like some cryptozoology and speak about, um, you know, several cases that have weird linking factors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for instance, Owlman of Cornwall and the Morgar both had Tony Doc Shields. That was their linking factor. Um, what? Tony was quite an interesting cat, like I said. Um, then we had, uh, Mothman and Adrid Cold, but Mothman also relates to Owlman. There's a huge, like, theory about that, as well as Adrid Cold, being an alien, kind of also relates a little bit to, uh, Owlman, if in fact he's, like, a long-lost long pet to aliens.
0: Hmm. So,
1: what are your thoughts
0: I have no idea. My mind is swirling right now it's kind solely of because if this one person is like the link between it all, and he uses pseudo what if he can like shapeshift into different people? What if people? he is like
1: well, okay? So they actually have a picture of him. I don't think he's a shapeshifter, but maybe he knows people that can,
0: and maybe or like his, maybe, or maybe he's just he a can. master yeah, of disguise, that. and he's just like the one person. That links us to the aliens because he can talk to them or whatever. Who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? I don't know. Mike always
1: catches me on this line from The Exorcist. And forgive me if it's not 100% correct. But it's like when they're trying to get the uh, demon in the girl's body to, like, make things move or whatever. I fucking can And the demon just says that's such a vulgar misuse of power and doesn't make anything. And it kind of reminds me of, like, how Adrid Cold did make these huge, lavish scenes in front of, like, a huge spectator. Mm-hmm. So there's a part of me that thinks, like, if there are supernatural creatures, they're not looking to make a scene. They're not looking to be seen or to be found. It's just it's a very It's so interesting...
0: strange that you, um, quote... The Exorcist? Yes. Because... <laughs> it, it Well, it's a very... It's a very good line or a very good... It's a deep line because it's ch- it like is.
1: people are always trying to get things to move and, and shift around. But really, like, if there is that much power, why show it off?
0: Yeah. Like, why do I need to impress you? Exactly. What, and that's what, what are part, you going to give me if I do this? Like, like that feeling
1: when you're off the shelf and you see how big the ocean is. You have to understand there is a certain respect level of, like, you are not against the ocean. Like, you kind of have to understand like, where you stand. And like you said, learn the peace looks- factor.
0: Exactly. We don't know them. If we did, the shit that's happening right now wouldn't be fucking happening. Because let me just tell you, it's fucking idiotic. For one and two, there is so much happening. Yes. Behind the scenes, that I literally told. That's dope. That's um, scary. Like
1: this, that'd be
0: terrifying. <laughs> it's like a fucking dinosaur. But it's like. um, There's so much, that I I told Sean this the other night, is if you can think about it, and you think of it as a thought, Mm -hmm. chances are there are many other people out there that have also thought about it. Yes, that's so
1: crazy that you say
0: that. My grandmother used to tell me that. It's like, you can't like think, oh, uh, fuck, what is a good example? The I mean and if you think about it, like directors watching
1: scary movies, right? And you see the directors and you know that they've kinda like envisioned these things and you're like
0: for every one thought there's or for every invention that's out there, there has to be like twenty to fifty or however many of other people that have thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like the printing press or like the mm-hmm. telephone or the light bulbs, for instance, yep. you had two people that thought about electricity, mm-hmm. but thought about it on two different spectrums. And
1: one was successful and the other one wasn't, although that's very controversial. It and is a very controversial yeah, people, topic. You know,
0: but there's it, no right or wrong. But it begs the, the yeah. thought that if you can think about this one thing happening, mm-hmm. many other people have already thought about it and chances of it actually being manifested into this reality are very are very close it's crazy
1: and what you think and also there's what the idea of the perception of reality what's real what's not because that's in your perception in but matrix. i thought it'd be really interesting too because you were talking about peace and we we're talking about like the peacemakers and so i uh lisa and i are, are um very much still on a very awesome spiritual plane but we do both have two different religious beliefs so <laughs> i actually have my
0: little um bible that pops up This is what happens when you put a Roman Catholic in with a Christian.
1: (laughs) Yep. And then we both have, like, our own, like,
0: very abstract religious views. Because you grew up uh, Catholic, or, sorry, Christian. I grew up Roman Catholic, so I have a completely different view of Catholicism or Christianity. You have a very different I grew up with, like, my grandmother who was, like,
1: esoteric practicing in, like, the 70s and 80s, very into science and, like, evolution in the 90s, and then when i was born my mother and my grandmother decided that they were going to go to church Hmm. and so i grew up with like this very like here's the bible here's Sunday school but also here's like a lot of these other things and like my grandmother always wanted to keep me on a very well-rounded basis and when i was right outside of high school i left to learn more about um taoism specifically because i was like i'm not sure what i believe in and i just kind of ended up coming back after discovering a lot of other different world religious views to Christianity, um, but I just thought, thought that it was interesting. Just on a side note about the peace, because the the um, verse that came up today was Matthew five nine, which says, "Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God."
0: Or yes, there's no. also
1: like children of God, but I
0: but isn't that like if you, let's take into some account of, or like accounts here, yeah. right? If you're talking about peacemakers, they are the ones that, in my opinion. Um, they they start
1: Are you talking about like churches that are like really hypocritical and just very well,
0: angry? Well, I'm just thinking because today's Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. Um, Martin Luther
1: King was Christian too.
0: But in my eyes pastor. I view him as someone who's a peacemaker because he stepped outside the box he never did anything in a violent manner or anything like that he stepped outside and he I don't want to say, like, peacemakers are necessarily martyrs, but they aren't necessarily always... They don't get to see the end product if you get where I'm coming from. Well, and
1: yeah, you got to think about it, too. So there's, like, a whole misconception about the ideology of, like, Christ. And when you think about his life, like, I mean, like, Jesus Christ had, like, his own side. Like, he expressed wrath when he was upset when people were exploiting the... um, idea of, like, church and temple and stuff like that and trying to get people to pay taxes to go in. He didn't like that. He, like, was referenced to overturn tables and whip the tax collectors and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, he was crazy. How
0: dare you? Flip the table.
1: <laughs> but, like, also, he was he was very, um he was known to, like, go against, like, the religious practices of that time by healing yeah. on days of rest and stuff like that. So I think what happens is when you find that you're a true person to be a peacemaker, sometimes your life does become more martyrdom. Like most of the saints that we know today, especially in Roman Catholicism, that's like a crazy thing and what i've realized and this is not even with just a christian religion this is basically with a lot of people who want to have that founded faith in some type of religion Mm -hmm. or spirituality is most people are not well versed and i think there's a huge misconception as to what certain religious views hold like if you don't want to believe in anything cool that's totally fine don't rag on someone who does and vice versa if you believe in something it's not meant to be like the whole term coined bible thumper you're not supposed to beat that into someone else you're supposed to say listen here's what i believe i'm going to follow the example of my beliefs and also if i could say one thing is if you're going to believe in something please do your research please understand please don't use your interpretations to manipulate what you think other people should hear or do, because that is not what any religion that I've researched, and I've researched quite a few, and I've, that, and I've almost converted to a couple when I was going outside of my span of Christianity, that you need to know what exactly you're looking for and what it is, because you are not ruling the world. You're not ruling other people, and you should never be
0: manipulative. That also goes with the quote that you said. The power of like, making someone also goes with it. But. Yeah,
1: so I, I thought I'd pause for a minute. So uh. yeah, vulgar misuse of power because I do believe that's the case. It's kinda like big dick energy, right? Like if you know you're confident in something because maybe you have your back, you don't need to be showing Jamby off anything. Cookies. Yes. You big dick energy. Just be chill. Understand what you've got in your pocket and yes. be that example of, of things to other So
0: people. on this note, I'm yes. gonna take a little thing outside of um Bailey Sarian's thing. Make good choices. Okay. <laughs> yes. Always make a good choice and remember that to stay high. Oh, what's the thing that we were going to say? You can't trip with us. And we wear green on Wednesdays. We wear green
1: on Wednesdays. <laughs> so you can't trip with us. And uh, thank you for listening to a higher train of thought yes. on Murder on the 420
0: Express. This is Lisa. This is Mandy. We're signing out. And remember, make good choices Peace because out. somebody's always watching Oh yeah, you. And if
1: you have any like, supernatural encounters, yes. document better witness like statements. At least in the 21st century, whatever.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yay. We'll see you guys time. See ya. See ya? No, we'll see. mm, Yeah, no, we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye.